0: Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle. The Christian
1: Girl's Guide to Modern Dating.
0: We are just two single girls trying to figure out how to date well as Christian women and we are back for season two. Yes, we're going to still try to figure this out. Yeah. Apparently. I think we're making progress. I think so. I've are learned Are you guys? A lot.
1: We've, uh, for real.
0: I love that you ask them a question and you know they can't answer <laughs> I know, but I'm just
1: making them think. <laughs> Plus, that's what we do around here. Yes.
0: We make but I really we feel
1: think. like just even just since the first season started, in my own dating experiences since then, one, I've learned, I've improved things. Yeah. But then also, I now have an official record of what I think people should do about things, and I have to do it now. I know, like, I think that's for been real. the hardest part. There's been part a couple is... of like really hard text messages or conversations, or when a guy wants to go out and you don't want to, the you know, we learned in the survey back at the beginning. They want you to be straightforward and honest, and I had to do that, and it was hard, Yeah, but I think it went well. Like, Yeah. The guy, he appreciated that I did that, mm-hmm. so it's not easy, but we're implementing the things that we're yeah. talking about, and I think it's for the good. And we're accountable to take our own advice. Yes. We, we literally tell each have... other,
0: like, hey, remember, Bethany, when you said this on that episode? You kind of need to probably exactly. do that. But... So fun times around here
1: since season one. Oh, yes, for <laughs> sure, but
0: we've got so many... Amazing things in store for season two. So many. And we're starting off with a bang because, as all of you are aware, Valentine's Day
1: is tomorrow, tomorrow,
0: which, let's be real, we're all just waiting for candy to go on sale in two days. At least that's what I'm doing.
1: um, I think it was on Instagram. I saw a thing that someone was like, okay, can we just all admit we're just waiting for February 15th when candy is like 175% off? I saw (laughs) that too.
0: I was like, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was great. So, we're going to be talking a little bit along the lines of a little bit well a lot of a A lot lot of a lot of bit about romantic comedies and how why can't our lives be a romantic comedy
1: can I I just say though first this episode was my idea I I know know you're all assuming it was Kristen's but I said Kristen let's talk
0: about our favorites so that's what we're gonna do yes if there was ever an episode made for me this is it for real so I'm really excited but before we jump in Bethany has our question of the day Okay,
1: are you ready for this? I'm never ready for your questions. I'm just kidding. But I, I think can do super run. easy ones. so oh, okay. I can ease you back into it. Okay, great. So the question is. Yes. What are you reading right now? Great question, ah, but not super
0: hard. Yes, yeah. and I don't have to think too yeah. hard about it. I am reading Uninvited by Lisa Turker. Okay. Um, my small group just started that, so we're reading that, and then I'm also reading um, the Baxter. Family series, Karen Kingsbury. Oh, so it's yes. the second series that she does about the Baxter family with like the child that they had and then gave up, and he's the famous actor. I'm in the first book of that I don't, series. Okay. I don't, I think it's called Fame. I think that's what it's called. They all start
1: with a. Yeah, so I, I can't don't remember. know. It's fiction. I've heard of the series, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Lindsay gave it to familiar. me. Familiar. Okay. That's why I'm familiar with it. Yes. Lindsay has it. <laughs> yes.
0: So I like to read it at one fiction and one nonfiction at a time. Sometimes I'll also listen to an audiobook that's not fiction. So I don't. Okay. Like cross things over. Yeah. But that's where I'm at right now. Well, that's what are smart. you reading?
1: Uh, well, I just finished, as in yesterday. So I oh. was reading it. Okay. But I just finished The Gospel Comes with a House Key. Oh, by Rosaria Butterfield. Okay. It's about, I think the subtitle is like practicing radical, ordinary radical Christian hospitality in a post-Christian world. Like it was so, like so right challenging, so good. I would highly recommend that to anyone. It will completely change your mindset about hospitality and what that looks like from a Christian perspective. So it's really good. Okay. Really good. Yeah. That does sound good. I'm in a book club. and We read that. Oh well, so, there you go. I just finished that one. We're about to start a book by Bodie Bacham for February. Okay, fun. So yeah. Super
0: fun. Okay. We sound way smarter than we really are. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> don't <laughs> tell people all our secrets. I know, it's fun. I also read quotes on Pinterest pretty regularly if that counts. Oh, it does.
1: I <laughs> I've yes. been doing that a lot recently. I don't yeah, most of my Instagram captions are not oh, my own. No, they're Pinterest quotes. They're Pinterest for <laughs> exactly. sure. For sure. <laughs> Helpful tip: If you suck
0: at Instagram captions like I do, go on Pinterest. Great question.
1: Thanks. I love that. Okay, I love good. that. I didn't
0: have to stress over yeah, thinking of an answer. Sweating
1: for nothing. Yeah.
0: Okay, so let's jump in. Well, so, let's tell
1: them kind of what we're doing first.
0: Yes, let's lay the. Do you want
1: to lay the groundwork, or do you
0: want me to? Oh, go ahead. It's fine. So basically, how do I say this? <laughs>
1: oh my gosh.
0: Basically, we're gonna talk
1: about all the guys in movies that we swoon over.
0: Exactly. And TV shows. Yes. So
1: Bethany and I... And the ones you probably do too.
0: Right. Bethany and I sat down and went through all of our favorite TV and movie couples and thought, Mm -hmm. okay, why are the guys in these couples, why do we like them so much? What is it that we like about their relationship or about the guy? And most of those things are good things. Yeah. And that's the point we want to make. These are great things to look for, but we're going to talk about why it's important to keep those expectations in check later on in the episode. Yes. But the fun, the fun beginning. Is first. Yes, where okay. we break down some of our favorite couples. Yeah, So, so you
1: go first because, let's be real, oh you I, squealed when I called you and said, hey, I have an idea. I can't wait. <laughs> so so my
0: first couple that will come to no shock to a lot of you is Nathan and Haley Scott from One Tree Hill.
1: I, <sighs> this is, this is really, I'm just going to do this so much. I, we were making our outline. We were making notes and I said, Kristen, what is it? that you like about them or him? Like, what is it about? She literally just said everything, everything. And just did like the, Oh, the little
0: sigh. But seriously though, I love their relationship because they went through so much. And I know everybody's like, Oh, they got married in high school. I'm not recommending that, nor do I want to replicate that saying at
1: all. Every little thing no, about these relationships. You not should not at all.
0: But to think about how, Also, spoiler alert for all of this, so if you hear us talking to something and you haven't seen anything, maybe just fast forward. That's a good
1: point. Well, yes, good. I'm glad you
0: thought of that. But from when Haley went to go pursue her music career and got kind of flirty with her music comrade or whatever he was yeah and nathan stuck with her the whole time and then when nathan went through his whole injury in the nba and Haley stuck with him the whole time like they were just so loyal to each other even when the other yeah the perseverance and the other one didn't necessarily have to be reciprocating it all Mm -hmm. the time they were just so stubborn in the best way to stick with each (laughs) other and i just loved it so and i mean he's just so Okay, swing. okay, okay. And one other thing I will say, this is not in our <laughs> notes, but I just thought of this. He never cared that, I mean, a little bit at the beginning, but, like, she wasn't in the popular crowd, mm. and she wasn't a cheerleader right away, and she wasn't Miss A-lister, high school, whatever. He just liked Which is a big her. thing. Because he was top yeah. dog. Mm-hmm. I
1: just love that well, about him, Well, and I too. think we still, I do, you still, well, this kind of leads perfectly into the next, you wonder, are you enough? Yeah, especially when he's Mr. Nathan it. Scott. Yeah. And I think all girls, you until the guy proves otherwise, you wonder, am I enough? Mm-hmm. Is this, a, like, is he happy with me? Like, what? But that kind of goes into our second one, which was this one was mine, but it was also Kristen's. And mine. let's be real, everyone else in the world. Jim and Pam. Oh my gosh. Like, serious. Goals. <laughs> like, just yeah, goals. I just love this one. I think. I love their camaraderie. hmm Just, it was them against the world. And if they had the other one there, it didn't matter what they faced. And they were just like a team. hmm But we were talking about, um, wondering if you're enough. I, we actually stopped and went back and watched this episode. When we were talking about this, it's right towards the end of the whole series when Pam is... Telling Jim she thinks he should go back to Philadelphia. And she's like, I just worry that I'm not enough for you. I love this scene so much. And he's like, not enough for me? He's like, you're everything to me. And he goes through this whole thing to show her. And it's just like... And I almost cry. Every time. Every time. It's It's just
0: so sweet. It's so sweet. And I... What I love about them, too, is... I mean, they were best friends. And I know that's so cliche. Like, oh, I want to marry my best friend. But, like, I really do. Yeah, it's so important. I want to be my best friend. And I love that he waited for her for so long but then he went for it and he took the risk to tell her how he felt. When the time was right. When the time was right. I mean he waited four years and I mean it paid off. Yeah. But just the again, the perseverance and the diligence and the persistence of I am I am in love with this
1: girl. So I'm gonna So I'm gonna go for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, that's actually the only couple we had in common. But which is
1: kind of funny. It is really funny. Like, I was a
0: little bit surprised. I was too. I mean, you can't make a list like this without Jim and no, Pam.
1: No. That, they would be my list. You made me pick more. Mm, yeah, That's true. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> okay, so what's your next Moving one? Moving
0: on. My next one is Oliver Queen and Felicity Smoke from Arrow, which I have not even finished that series, but I just... <laughs> got halfway through it. And then I got on YouTube and
1: watched the highlights of their relationship. I was going to say, what if they break up, like, in the they second don't. half? They oh, don't. okay. I've never watched. Um, well, I've seen, like, the first season, I think, but I yeah. never... And he's very good-looking. That is <laughs> not what matters,
0: Kristen. No, but I'm just making that point. <laughs> um, but what I love about them is he was so protective of her and was willing to not be with her in order to protect her. Like, he just oh, cared that much, which was really sweet. So and of course, sweet. I mean, they have to create that tension in the show and well, whatever. Well, sure, but... But he... There were so many scenes where he was like, I do not want to bring you into this because it's super dangerous and you're taking a lot of risks being with me, but
1: he was just very careful with her, which which can we talk for a second about in this, in today's culture, this idea of protectiveness or chivalry,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: which they're not, I'm not saying they're the same thing. I'm just saying both of those things, they're almost frowned upon. I know. Because it's like this, you know, women can do things for themselves and blah, 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 blah. The feminist whatever... But I don't like I think I want down, a guy who's gonna yeah be protective and take care of, and I don't want to have to do everything. Mm-mm. No. Am I capable? Sure. Sure. That's not the point. No. And so I think yeah, we appreciate and are drawn to that aspect. Oh I totally agree. Which it kind of shows who women say, oh we can do everything for ourselves and we don't need a man and blah 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 blah. But what do they like in the movies? And what do they like mm-hmm. on TV? They like the guy who swoops in and takes care of the girl and all. Like, that's yeah. what we're drawn to.
0: Yeah. And I'm not saying that, oh, I want some guy to protect me because I'm weak and helpless. uh
1: uh-uh. At all.
0: But I just, like. It shows he cares. Yeah, he cares and I feel safe. Yeah. So. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Anyways. Moving on. Your next one, which I gave you a little bit of grief for, I, I don't know why.
1: I still we're gonna have to talk this, this out here. Yeah, I think this is probably an
0: unpopular opinion on my end.
1: Mine was Mr. Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet. Okay, good. how okay? How can you say they're not like? Perfect. First of all, he never smiles.
0: Ever. It drove me crazy. He looked miserable the entire matter. movie. Yes, it does. No. Yes, it does. <laughs> he looked so miserable the entire time. I'm like, do you like her or are you in pain? Like, I can't really Both. tell. He was in pain because he liked her. Oh, my gosh. It's, yeah. I mean, and after you explained your case, it made sense. But I, I would not date Mr. Darcy. I'll probably get exiled from, like, talking about you this wouldn't? movie forever. Are you serious? Yeah. But just, it's Mr. Darcy. He's just so like uptight and like formal. The movie's called meh. *Pride and Prejudice*. I know, and that's why I'm really glad I live in twenty nineteen <laughs> and not what was eighteen hundreds. Is that what yeah. this was? Yeah. Okay, but so present your case for the all your fans that will be way more Team Bethany than Team Kristen after this <laughs>
1: conversation. Well, first of all, he wasn't meant to be perfect in the movie. Right. There were flaws. Right. He realized he was wrong. Yeah. She wasn't perfect either. No. She realized she was wrong. But the kicker is how selflessly he served their family with no expectation of reciprocity. When everything happened with Lydia, he went out, he searched for her, he took care of the wedding, he paid for all the stuff because he knew they couldn't, and he didn't want people to know that he did. Which is very sweet. Yeah, it is. Because that was after he had told her how he felt. She basically told him he was an idiot for saying anything. She would never feel the same. I'm pretty sure the words, if you were the last man on earth, (laughs) I wouldn't be interested, crossed her lips. Gosh. So then in spite of all of that, he went and basically saved her entire family from financial and social societal ruin. And didn't want her to know that it was him. Tell me
0: you don't want a okay. man like that. That's very sweet. Very yes. sweet and, so, and kind and very caring. He just rubbed me the wrong way. Okay, fine. But He's all mine then. That's <laughs> fine. Go for it. And I know, <laughs> and it's been also like eight years since I watched that movie.
1: Oh, be- trust me. You'll appreciate it more so now. So maybe we I just should go back to rewatch it. it. It's also But for the record, hours, can we just but... say um, Colin Firth is and always will be the only Mr. Darcy. No. Is he the one in it with um, Keira Knightley? No. Oh. He's in the older, super long. Oh, I haven't British-y seen that one. one. Okay, I haven't seen that one.
0: Maybe I'll like him better. It's like six
1: and a half hours long. Oh, jeez. That's a. It commitment. was on PBS, like one hour for like six weeks or whatever. Oh, oh that's brutal. Whose idea so, was that? I don't know. I have. I, I own them. Of course you. But do. trust me. Okay. He will. He yes. He will we'll carve out a, a day. Yeah,
0: we'll carve out a day.
1: Okay, moving on. I could talk mm, about Mr. Darcy for a clearly. long time. Really.
0: So I love also how sophisticated. Well, not all of yours, because you've got a few like funny ones. But like yours are so like classy and all these sophisticated couples. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, Nick Young and Rachel Chu from Crazy Rich Asians. Like, let's talk about that
1: movie. I really like that I movie. Loved, I love. I, I went loved to the this theater movie. Like three times. Oh my gosh,
0: I love this movie so much, and it's. I we won't spend too much time on this, but I just loved that he. Was willing to give up whatever he needed to give up to be with her. Not that I'm asking a guy to sacrifice his entire life for me. Because I wouldn't want him to have to.
1: But you want a guy who will prioritize you over other things once you're in a relationship. Exactly. Yeah. And he
0: was willing to walk away from his wealth, his family, his status, like all of this stuff. And stick up for her with his family. Because yeah. I know his mom was just not having it. But I really admired that. Yeah. About him. I, thought I, that I really, loved them. Really yeah. great. I thought they were a super... Great couple. Yes. Yeah. So that was my next That's one. That's your
1: little Okay. That's my little Moving on. Spiel. Alright. So my can we just talk about I think this one probably would have been on yours too if I hadn't said it. Oh for sure. Gilbert right. and Anne. Gilbert Blythe and Shirley Anne of Green Gables. I think they are probably my I don't know, Jim and Pam are tough, but this is probably my favorite one oh, of really? all of them. I love them so much. They are really cute. And I, th- I love the, whether you've read the books or whether, because I've read a good many of the books, or... I've only watched the movies. You've watched the movies. Mm. You see their relationship develop from over so much time, mm. which I think is somewhat more realistic to real life. Yes. Because it's not 90 minutes and you go from met to... Married hopelessly in, in love and married. Two weeks. You see this progression... And their friendship, like you were saying, you want to marry your best friend. Yeah. And your best friend is someone who knows you, who has seen your flaws and your shortcomings and still... Wants to be with you. Yeah. And you see that they both saw the others' not-so-desirable qualities. Mm -hmm. But through it all, I just love just the abiding understanding he had for her. Just in that he knew her, he accepted her, he understood her. So even in those times where she was, like, freaking out... He knew why. He yeah. understood her. He knew that she wasn't necessarily just lashing out at him, even though it hurt. And they went through times of not speaking and being apart. Just the patience there and the friendship, and I think that was the basis of so much of theirs was just that bedrock of friendship. And I love. It's one of my all-time favorite movie quotes. So I'm just gonna go ahead and read the yeah whole thing, read it because it's so good and. Um, It's after he had like declared his love for her, or proposed. I'm kind of getting it mixed up now. I don't know if he proposed or he told her how he felt. Yeah. And Anne goes home to Marilla, and she's crying. And Anne's like, "Our friendship—it just won't ever be the same now. Why can't he just be sensible instead of acting like a sentimental schoolboy?" And Marilla, in her ever practical ways, she says, "Because he loves you." Oh, and, hear the and, sign and from Anne's Kristen. Like, he loves me. I, I can't know why. And Marilla says, because you made Josie Pye and Ruby Gillis and all those wishy-washy young ladies who waltz by him look like spineless nothings. And here's where it gets to what we're really talking about. And she says, Marilla, he's hardly my ideal of a romantic suitor. Which we, well, this is what we deal with so much. You have mm-hmm. this ideal. And Marilla is so spot on. She says, Anne... You've tricked something out of that imagination of yours that you call romance. Have you forgotten how he gave up the Avonlea School for you so that you could stay here with me? He picked you up every day in his carriage so that you could study your courses together. Don't toss it away for some ridiculous ideal that doesn't exist. Dang. And I just love that. I th- And that's what I think I love about Gilbert is he is a perfect example of steady reality. Yes. He's not that's some so true. super... I don't... He's not super above average in anything. He's steady. He is patient. He's kind. He's understanding. And he loves her. He serves her. He does what he can for her. Mm -hmm. And that's what we should be looking for. Not... Like she said, you've tricked something out of that mind of yours that you call romance. Mm -hmm. And I think we do that a lot. Yeah. We miss so many things. So many guys. So many... Opportunities because we're looking for perfection. Yeah, we'll get okay. I'm getting ahead of us. We'll come, we'll get to that later. <laughs> Bethany's
0: preaching really? the end of the sermon already. It's fine.
1: Oh gosh. Okay, so
0: okay. let's go back to your. How show. in the world do I follow that with my next? Just one? say it. <laughs> my next couple is Jake and Melanie from Sweet Home Alabama.
1: Why would you want to marry me anyhow? So I can kiss you anytime I want. Exactly. What else do you need? That's adorable. Um,
0: Seriously, though. I mean, there's that. I love, and you'll see as we go through, I love couples with history.
1: Mm.
0: None of these are really, some, a couple of them, but the majority of the ones I like have a longer story, which I like. But for them specifically, I just love. Their sarcasm with each it's other. Adorable. Their sense of humor with each other. They just tell each other like it is. There's just so much honesty. There's no pretense. And no. And there's no like, oh, I have to put on airs and I have to be somebody I'm not with you. It's just, this is who I am? Take it or leave mm-hmm. it. And I loved that about this movie. Yes. It's a phenomenal movie if you have not seen <laughs> it's it. It's really funny. Please go watch it. Yes.
1: Did you say what movie it was? Yeah. So have me, you, me, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if you, I remember if you yes. actually said it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So, All right. So, moving on. We've got Leslie Nope
0: and Ben Wyatt. So cute. Parks I watched the episode just... of them getting engaged the other night
1: with Lauren, it was so cute. I just love they are the epitome of quirkiness. Oh yeah. For and sure. that, that you know that Dr. Seuss quote is basically like we're all a little weird and life's a little weird and you find someone whose weirdness matches up with yours and you join up together and you call it love. Yes. Like are they not that? So, oh totally. Like, is that not epitomized? So bitch? much. They're quirky and just weird. But they're but perfect for each other. Exactly. And I just love that about them. Yeah. I think that's a great
0: quality. Because yeah. it's it's not something you would just think of on your own right. of like, oh I want somebody that's, you know, quirky matches like weird. Like yeah. yeah. But it's just so cute when it happens. Yes. Okay. okay. My next one <laughs> Noah and Allie from the Notebook. Who doesn't love this? Oh, my word. He wrote her a letter every day for a year. Thank you, next. Like, what for else real, do you there's need? There's nothing else to say. No, Moving on. Just, oh, so cute. Yes, so okay. cute. Okay. There's Your a, next one was also on my list. Was too. it? Okay. Like, sort of. Yes. Okay. So but. Luke
1: and Lorelai from Gilmore Girls or one <sighs> And they're kind of like, um, you. for me, for you, what? They're kind of, <laughs> I am Struggling. struggling. They for me are kind of like Sweet Home Alabama for you. Their sarcasm and their friendship and they're just giving each other a hard time. I love. Yeah, because that's kind of how I am. Mm-hmm. I'm a sarcastic person. I give people a hard time, but it's how I show I care. And so I just think they're fun. Yeah. So I really like That's them. a
0: great couple. Okay, almost done. I told y'all we really went with this. I loved this so much. <laughs> My next couple is Jesse and Becky from Full House. Oh, man, throwing it back to the 90s. I just love them so much. But the main thing I want to point out with them is I loved Jesse's persistence in pursuing Rebecca because she shut him down. She did. So many times. Yeah. She told him that he reminded her of her little brother. I mean, I every about friend zone comment you could possibly make, you she gave You can get out of him. the friend zone. Yes. You really
1: can. You truly can't. We are going to talk more about navigating the friend zone later this season, so we we'll get are. into that, but... Stay tuned for that. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah. You don't have to stay there. No, but I loved that, that he
0: did not let that one, two, three times of her shutting him down stop him, because yeah. he really wanted to be with her, and I loved that. Yeah. Persistence uh, yeah, goes go a long way. Want.
1: Yes, it does. Yep. Okay, so then this one... My next one, (laughs) you did not like. Oh, gosh, yeah. I I read this
0: every time. I'm like, who is this? Kathleen
1: Kelly and Joe Fox from You've Got Mail. A.K.A. Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks.
0: I love them. It was a great movie. I will give you that. Okay. I have trouble... This is very vain. I have trouble <laughs> when I watch a chick flick, and the guy is just not cute. And I don't think Tom he's Hanks is cute.
1: adorable.
0: Exactly, he's adorable. I he's like an, adorable. I don't, okay, well, I like the teddy
1: bear, cute, cuddly look, and he's that too. I
0: think his personality was really cute. I don't think he's great to look at, and that bugs me when I'm watching a chick flick. That's so shallow. I am aware of it. But, I am a very very. <laughs> cognizant of how awful that
1: sounds but I, that's just my personal well I guess problem In true to form I am more of the idea that attraction can grow than you I give it more so I'm yes. more of oh his personality's so sweet and cute and adorable mm-hmm. and oh now he's sweet and cute and adorable like yeah whereas I'm like you gotta have something to yeah, start out yeah so, okay so I'll give you that so he's, it makes sense. he's not yeah necessarily a dream boat but I think he's really cute yeah. but what I loved about them. Obviously, if you've seen the movie, you know they had no idea who they were talking to half the time. But... Great movie if you're considering online dating. (laughs) Great movie. (laughs) Movie Moving on. um, They both realized they had been wrong. They worked through conflict. And I just love... There's one quote. I've realized a lot of these. There's, like, one quote or one thing that just, like, defines that relationship for me that, like, that's... That kind of becomes what that relationship is about in my mind. Yeah, um, and in this one, it was just to enjoy the little things, and that's like my, my thing. That's your mantra. I, you know, there's a quote that's, enjoy the little things, because one day you'll look back and realize they were the big things, and that is like my life. So cute thing. Yeah, um, because every day is ordinary, and so you find the little things, in that to. Make it extraordinary. You enjoy those things. So anyway, there's the quote in the movie where, they're like, the odd thing about this form of communication, like you were saying online, is that you're more likely to talk about nothing than something. But I just want to say that all this nothing has meant more to me than so many somethings. Great Seriously? line. Seriously. Pretty sure adorable. a woman wrote that in the script. Yes. But
0: <laughs> she knew what she was doing, man, because that is a great line. Well, I think she said it in the movie, too. Oh, it I was thought Tom Hanks said it. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, then I'm totally off. Okay. <laughs> great. So I just love that. That is really cute. I will give you that. It okay, is a great movie. I just have very shallow reasons why they were not my one of my couples. Okay, my last couple that we're going to point out, Monica and Chandler from Friends. Full disclosure, <laughs> yeah. I was going to was say Ross say. and Rachel. Oh. The more I thought about it, the more I realized that there was nothing about Ross and Rachel's relationship that I wanted to repeat in my own Relational endeavors. You just like that they ended up together. Yes. I loved the story and I loved that it... Again, the couples with history. I just like it. Yeah, true. So, that kind of played into it. So, I'm not saying Ross and Rachel. I'm saying Monica and Chandler because I think they balanced each other really well. Like, she was the super uptight, go-getter, like, lit a fire under him to go, you know, do Something. something with his life. And he was the goofy, funny, like... Got her to lighten up a little bit and was just, they were just so cute together. And, again, they were friends, like, yeah. beforehand, and I
1: just love that. I think it makes things so much easier when you are. Oh, agreed. Like... Because you have a foundation already. You don't have... You, you're not really starting at square one. No. You know the other person. They know you. Mm-hmm. And you kind of already know that balance, like you were talking about, and so you can... It just makes it a lot easier. It does. It really makes it a lot easier. Okay. okay. Who was your last, last one? Last one. And this is from my all-time favorite movie in the history of ever. Princess Bride. Wesley and Buttercup. First of all, who names a couple, a girl Buttercup? Don't rain on my parade. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. And this one's super quick. It comes down to this. As you wish. He was saying I love you every time he said that to her. And this idea that love is service. She wanted something, he said, as you wish, and did it. She was kind of mean to him in the beginning. <laughs> but every time he said, you know, he's like, and when he said, as you wish, he meant, I love you. And love is service. Love is mm-hmm. doing the not fun things for your partner because you love them. Yeah. And that's about all there is to that one. I just I think love That's that. a great,
0: like, point to
1: make and a great thing to
0: look for in somebody. And a great thing to be for somebody else. Yes. Yes. It goes both ways. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay. So we've talked about all these couples. We've pointed out all of these things that we love about the Nathan Scotts and the Jim Halperts and the Mr. Darcy's of the world. Yeah. So. If you've made it this far. what Bethany. Congratulations. What, yes. What do we do with this? What do we take away from this? How do we think about this in a realistic but helpful way when it comes to our own dating endeavors?
1: I think it really comes down to one overarching theme that you'll see, just whether it's romantic movies or otherwise, the difference between movies and real life is the difference between idealism and reality. There's safety, but emptiness in one, and there's messiness in the other one. Mm, That's tweetable. (laughs) I love that.
0: Sorry, keep going. so it
1: actually started, we were watching a movie not long ago which is <laughs> a very silly super cute dumb but very corny teenage movie. movie it's called everything you want it has from Nick probably about in it 2005 it's worth a watch um and spoiler alert i'm about to just tell you the whole thing that happens in the movie basically this girl <laughs> grew up with absent parents for the most part and so she had this imaginary friend when she was a kid who she translated into real-life adult, she had an imaginary boyfriend. And in, you know, true romantic comedy fashion, real guy comes along, doesn't realize that the other boyfriend is imaginary because she doesn't tell anyone that. I didn't realize either until about halfway (laughs) through the movie, but it's fine. And so then she has to go through this transition of, like, letting go of this perfection in the ideal because she made him up in her mind and the true real guy who's standing in front of her who wasn't perfect. And I, and that's, I'm telling you, it is not a deep movie, but we had like a really good conversation from that. Just talking about your ideals are safe, but they'll always be unattainable because they're not real. And just very much the same way that the imaginary boyfriend was in the movie. And in the process of holding out for this ideal that you have in your head, you're going to miss so much good that could become great in your life that is real. It'll be messy and awkward and painful, yes, but it won't be alone. There will be someone in the trenches with you, on your team, going through all of that with you and holding out for your your ideal doesn't mean you're not going to get hurt. It just means that when you do or you go through pain, you're probably going to go through it alone. So there's this idea of ideal versus reality. Yeah. And And I I think it's really important. Oh, for sure.
0: And I think the thing we have to be careful with, speaking from experience, is that these movies and these TV shows and these couples that we all just talked about can really fill up your ideals, but they're not real. Yeah. And I have a really hard time... If I just am watching way too many romantic comedies <laughs> in one season of, like, my expectations go through the roof. And and then I think, oh, nobody's ever going to live up to this. And they're not. And they're not. And I'm shooting myself in the foot. Because movies and these TV shows will be perfect manifestations of the realities that they're trying to portray. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to look for the qualities that you're seeing that these guys are portraying. You know, we pointed out some really great things in all of these couples. Yeah. But... You have to realize they're going to look different in reality, but that's not a bad thing. You can find a guy who is your best friend and who is quirky and who perseveres and is persistent and caring and servant-hearted. Yeah. But it's not going to be manifested in just this perfect little package. Yeah, and he
1: won't be those things perfectly. No. All the time. Or ever, really. No, not at all. But I think in that, when you're looking for those things, what you're seeing and what you're looking for are... Like, reflections of a Christ-like character. Mm -hmm. They're things that you should look for. Um, And even in movies, those are good things to see and recognize and like. But remember, if the majority of your, like, research, so to speak, or your study (laughs) of those qualities is movies and entertainment, you're kind of missing the mark. God's Word should be your benchmark for those things. That should be where you're looking, where you're studying primarily. And then when you see those things... Somewhere else, you recognize what you've read in scripture, not trying to fit scripture into these movie ideas. Um, so look for qualities that God commands and ones that Jesus Himself exemplified in scripture. Let that be your benchmark, as opposed to getting lost in movies.
0: Absolutely. Well, and um, my pastor was talking about a couple weeks ago, if the greatest greatest commandment we have is to love others as Christ loved us. He's like, we have that command, and then you think, okay, well, what does that love look like? That's why we have 1 Corinthians 13. Yeah. And we go through love as patient and kind and long-suffering mm-hmm. and all of these things that we've pointed out in a, another episode from yeah. season one. But, and those are, some of those things are exactly what we've pointed out today. Yeah. And that's what that love looks like. So, just like Bethany was saying, that should be... The benchmark is because, okay, I've, this is what love requires of Mm -hmm. me based on scripture and based on what Jesus said and what he exemplified while he was on earth. And if I see other people manifesting that, then great. Right. Those are good things, but we shouldn't just be looking for these things
1: because Nathan
0: Scott does that.
1: Exactly. That's the difference.
0: And remember too, this is a reminder Bethany has to tell me a lot, (laughs) the positive qualities in these guys in the movies or in TV or entertainment are magnified by like a thousand because it's scripted it's rehearsed and it's reshot over and over and over again until they get it right and they say it right and their tone is right and their the look in their eyes is just <laughs> perfect and it, and it's then they add music real. on top of all Oh, of yes. Which I have always wished that my life could have a right? soundtrack. Cause anybody else ever thought that? I'm like, I, if I ever made one,
1: this this would be super I cool. I don't even notice the movie, music in movies half the time. Oh, I'm bad the at music it. music makes it. Anyways. <laughs> and on
0: top of all of that, the bad qualities, as they're looked at in the movie, but actually more just the realistic qualities of these guys are either romanticized, where they're like... Oh, it's cute that he's kind of a bad boy. No, wrong. He's a exactly. bad boy. Or they're seriously minimized, if not removed altogether. Mm-hmm. Or they're just fixed super quickly, and there's yeah. not this. They're not showing the process of them working through. You know, th- this quality or this struggle that this guy has, or this way that he treats people, or whatever. Yeah. It's just oh well, he, she's she changed him because she's so great or what. And no.
1: Yeah, that's which not sets you up real. for then if the guy you're dating in real life you talk about something hey i wish you wouldn't do this or hey you don't you know i don't like this and then he doesn't automatically perfectly never do that thing again then you're just kind of like well it's not going to work because, Yeah. And, but, it, but it's the expectation just, that's reality yeah exactly you only get one take at life so really your rehearsal is when you are in a situation and you mess up then you know the next time you're in that situation what to do better mm yeah, you're that's, exactly like, that's right. basically like your rehearsal. And so you take, you're going to mess up. You remember the next time you're in that situation, which is your take two, so to speak. You remember what went wrong, what you need to do better, how to be kinder. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, that's God sanctifying you. Mm-hmm. It's not something where you're expected to get everything right the first time around in any of life. It's a matter of what is the direction of your life? Are you becoming more like Jesus day by day? And... If you're pursuing that and are sensitive to the Holy Spirit's conviction in your life, he won't let you down
0: in -hmm. your pursuit of that. Yeah, that's good. And here's when we say this. Are we saying that you should never, ever watch a romantic movie or TV show again? No, we are not saying that. Not necessarily. But we are saying if you struggle with managing your expectations or if you do have these huge ideals that are coming from what you're putting in your mind, Mm -hmm. then maybe you take a break. I mean, this is the same thing when you were growing up and people say, you know what you watch and what you listen to, that's what's going to stick with you in your brain. That's what's going to manifest itself outwardly like with you. Mm -hmm. So if that's an
1: issue that you have, then it's okay to take a step back from that. And you should. Yeah. And it's like, it says in Ephesians though, when it's talking about, Putting off and putting on. So, if you're putting off these unrealistic expectations by not watching these movies for a while, what should you put on instead? You've got this time in two hour blocks that you're not using watching movies. So, what are you going to put on instead of that? Put on the word. Mm-hmm. Get in scripture. Find what reasonable expectations are. Yeah. And a reasonable expectation is to find someone who, while not perfect, Because no one's going to be perfect in any characteristic, but like you said, are they patient? Are they kind? Are they someone who doesn't keep a record of wrongs? Those are the things that are reasonable expectations to look for a pattern in someone's life. Mm -hmm. So put that on instead. Renew, you know, um, the Bible says we're transformed by the renewing of our minds. So renew your mind, renew your expectations, renew what you're looking for and align it with scripture. And you won't go wrong. So true. So good.
0: Well, we hope that y'all have enjoyed this episode as much as we've enjoyed talking through it. Yes, we had the best time on this. It was super (laughs) fun. And we are really excited about just having another season season with you guys. We've got a lot of fun things planned. Next week, we're going to start a little mini series on online dating. Yay! Bethany doesn't sound as enthusiastic. I I am. She's been the one online dating. (laughs) So I'm going to be interviewing her about her experience. And then the end of this little mini-series, we are actually interviewing Melanie, my best friend, Bethany's sister, and her husband who met online. And we're getting to hear their story and just how they met and how they navigated it. And I think it's going to be just a really beneficial conversation for you guys to hear.
1: So we're going to kind of get into, just so you know what to expect practicality of online dating, Mm -hmm. like how to set up a profile, which sites are better, which ones to stay away from, what, um, what to put in your profile, what to look for in someone else's profile, kind of the things that are hard to just, you don't, we wouldn't just know, Mm -mm. and so we've both online dated, um, so I got back online the first of the year and we're kind of doing this real time as we go through it, so it should be fun and helpful all at the same time. We're really
0: excited. It's gonna be so great. So be sure to check back next week as we start that new endeavor. But until then, I'm Kristen. And I'm Bethany. And this is Looking for the Middle.